podcasters and welcome once again to Sexplosion. My name is Caroline Shenya from carolineshenyacoaching.com. I'm your coach on all things intimacy, relationships, sex and super consciousness. This is my podcast teaching you about how to sexually liberate yourself to be confident, spicy and fun around intimacy and sex. Along, we're learning about how to build a great foundation for strong, long-lasting and passionate relationships. It is totally unfiltered, uncensored and unexpected. So can I ask you, is there no intimacy in your relationship? Are you struggling with either getting it or not having any of it? Or are you like brother and sister? And is it affecting your relationship on all other levels? And is it making life hell and affecting everything else in your life? Well, I can reveal now one of my projects. Uh, it is my online program called Intimacy Reignited. I'm so excited about it as I've been working on it just for you. The beauty of it is that it's cost-wise, I've made it an absolute no-brainer so I can help as many people as possible globally. It's only $10.99 per month for three months or £30 if you're paying full. That's it. So please go back, look out for it yourself and check it out. See if that's what you're looking for. I will leave, leave the link. I will leave the link in the comments. So if you haven't checked out my TikTok, yet have a go look for my handle it's caroline sexplosion i became the number one intimacy relationship coach within seven months folks so go and check it out i talk about all sorts of naughty things okay without further ado i'm now going to introduce my next guest who is the first guest that is a doctor on the show so we'll be talking about sex and coming out in a marriage i know this is very exciting eh so dr stacy friedman is a clinical sexologist and sex coach she specializes in alternative lifestyles as well as the lgbqt community that is the lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer or sometimes questioning community she holds a doctorate degree in human sexuality in addition to masters in clinical sexology and is a certified sex coach she is a member of the world association of sex coaching including the american college of sexologists she has a ba in psychology and is a registered diagnostic medical sonographer and vascular sonographer since 1994 and this experience has allowed her to have a vast medical background to be knowledgeable about medical conditions diseases processes that can affect how the body functions physically emotionally and sexually wow stacy what a cv a welcome warm warm welcome to sexplosion Thank you very much. I was, uh, was listening to you with a mouthful. <laughs> it was a, a big introduction. It was great. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here with you. Hey, listen, it's been, um, it's just been, so, I've been waiting so long to speak to you because this is a subject that I've wanted to talk about for so long because it's quite serious. And actually, I know a few people who have been in relationships and been stuck in a relationship and have wanted to come out because they've realized actually it's the opposite, you know, it's the same gender that they like. So there are so many people that have been trapped in these long heterosexual relationships um, and they don't know what to do. And what I'd like to ask you is what 
would what you know what advice would you give to people that are stuck and 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 also any other information that you can give to help people on this topic i mean it's actually more common than people might think and it can be very very difficult because when you're in i mean compared to a relationship versus a marriage relationships might be a little bit easier because you're not legally binded but either way you're still questioning who you are your sexuality and there's many people that are in marriages or relationships that have never been with somebody of the opposite i mean of the same sex and so they don't really know do i take that risk and do something or change my life that i have right now for something that may not be real or may not exist you know they they question is it my partner is it my wife or my husband or that that i'm bothered by or that i feel i'm not happy with or is it that i'm attracted to somebody of the same sex yeah and you know what stacy i actually question myself and actually i've never actually spoken about this openly to anybody even any of my friends who i say everything to and that is that in my marriage not obviously not this one but my my my, my i'd call it my i would call i was going to call it my rotten marriage but in actual fact I wouldn't be where I am today if it hadn't been for that relationship, even though it was pretty awful. But you know what? <laughs> I was in that relationship and I was like, I just do not fancy my husband anymore. I don't like it. Um, and what was very interesting at the time, I always remember when I was when I was about seven years old, I'd be in the swimming pool. And in the changing rooms of the swimming pool, they didn't have like private cubicles. They're very strange where we were. It was like all these little cubicles where if you stood up on the on the little bench inside, you could see over everywhere. It was very odd why they did that. Yeah. And of course, I could see ladies' boobs. And I actually, I quite like ladies' boobs. And I still quite like ladies' boobs. I mean, you know, I had a little dabble when I was when I was having my crazy time in my sexual peak and I went to a lot of sexual sex parties. And I had a little double and and honestly, I remember it's like, well, it's just skin, you know, it's, it's nothing unusual. It's just a bit of skin, you know, it's nothing. It's just a different shape to to what's on a man. Anyway, that was what all the things that were going through my mind. And at the time, I would be turned on more by watching a porn film than I would. And I don't mean the actual intercourse bit, just just looking at the woman, you know, so I thought, what what's going on here am i am i am i gay is this what's going on here honestly and then another time um i thought how how can like because obviously in the sex parties i'd be you know i think once you're in sex mode to be honest i think i'm i think i'm pansexual which means it doesn't really matter whether it's a man or a woman it's just the act isn't it it's just not you know and so um so I, I was thinking maybe that's why, but of course, you know, things changed and, and I realized actually, um, cause obviously with, with what we're talking about, there's obviously a lot of soul searching going on. It's like, okay, what is going on here? I, I why, why is this happening to me? Uh, is this what I am now? Is it, does it mean that, that, that this is not right for me? So many questions. Now for me, when I say lucky, I'm just meaning lucky that I, sorted out what I was and it wasn't detrimental to my life and it didn't cause any problems for me. 
but what if it gone the other way? And so I remember when I was working at uh, the BBC, I remember uh, the head of the department that I was in, he had been married 25 years and he came out and he'd had, he had a boyfriend that he'd been mm-hmm. like having an affair with type of thing. And he came out and, uh, and I was like, wow, <clears throat> how hard that must've been to live your life doing. And I, like, if you aren't into the opposite, into the same sex, it must be really hard to be forced to do what you don't really want to do. So all those people that are in a relationship where they realize actually it's the same sex I want and not, I'm not heterosexual. I mean, you have to force yourself. Right. And so for a long time, they must've just forced themselves like Philip Schofield. I knew, I don't know if you know him. He's somebody who's famous on the TV in the UK. Uh, everybody, Stacy is from Florida in the UK. And that's why this is being recorded today because our time differences are, are, are very different. So, um, yeah, so he's a, a, a British uh, person on the TV. And uh, I knew that he was gay a long time ago because I worked at the BBC and I knew a, a girl that worked with, with him. And that she said, don't tell anyone, but he's gay. And years, God, I mean, I was in the BBC 30 years ago. So he's come out 30 years later. And he's got two children and everything. And of course, for him, yeah. And for him, it was tough. And and when he came out, came out on the telly um, and and he he was really emotional because it was tough. And of course, the other thing is when you've got children, what are they going to think? Are they going to do so? There's so many things that are part of this. Well, that's the thing is that it's not, unfortunately, many times it's not just you that when you come out that it's affecting. It's affecting everybody around you. But there's also times where where sexuality is fluid. And as far as what you were saying about being pansexual, I'm pansexual. I've had a lot of different relationships. I've been in relationships with women, with men. I can be attracted to anybody who I feel a connection with, transgender, you know, agender, whatever is between the legs for me doesn't matter. It's that energy, that connection. And I think that many times, you know, especially as we get older, you're taught when you're younger, you date a girl, you date a boy, you get married, you have kids, you have this expectation from society, from parents, from religion that holds people to this path that may not be right for them because they fear or they have shame or guilt. And so they either push it away or they just haven't had the opportunity because this is what they've learned. This is the way they did it. They haven't had an opportunity to explore or to really understand, like you had said about soul searching. This is a soul searching experience. And just because you might be attracted to somebody of another gender or the same, I'm sorry, the same gender doesn't necessarily mean that you're ready to pack up everything and leave your relationship. It just might mean that, okay, well, maybe you are bisexual. Maybe you can have an attraction towards somebody else, but you have a very good relationship. So it's not that important to explore it. But there's many people that feel that, why am I not attracted to my partner? Why do I not want to have sex? Why am I constantly having to go to a sex coach or a sex therapist to try to work on my relationship when I just don't desire sex? And then all of a sudden, boom, they meet a woman or they meet a man, someone of the same sex. And all of a sudden, a light bulb clicks on and they're like, why am I feeling different? You know, and it's at that moment when 
I wind up getting some people that have either already had an affair that are with, let's say, men, with other men, and are not knowing, am I gay? Am I just liking this power exchange? Is it the sexual aspect of it, that energy? Or do I want to leave my wife for another man? But yet I'm not really sexually attracted to men, but yet I enjoy their company. So it's like that question of, is it sexual? Is it physical? Is it mental? Is it emotional? So many questions. Yeah, and you know, um, uh, there's somebody that I know who, because I do this stuff, she just said, look, you know, Caroline, you know, I, I, I'm really in a, in a bit of a state. So I went over to her house and I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? She said, well, I, um, I just, I just can't be sexy. I can't, I can't, you know, he expects me to be really, and she, she said, I just can't do it. Right. And I said, look, you know, why don't you, why don't you just to make yourself feel sexy? Why don't you put some, you know, sexy clothes on and just, you know, why don't you do something to make yourself feel sexy? Perhaps you're not feeling, and I know it's probably the Catholic background that was causing that feeling, you know, shame and whatever it was that to, to, to be, to be sexy. Anyway, years and years later, um, I got a phone call um, saying that she she'd left her boyfriend and uh and and uh it turns out that she realized that the re the whole problem all along was that she just didn't like men and it's not as if she'd had an affair or anything um her physiotherapist she she realized when her physiotherapist was leaving the country she realized oh my god i really actually fall in love with this woman but never had anything with her um, right. And oh my goodness, she was beside herself because she absolutely adored her boyfriend, absolutely adored him. Um, and in fact, in the end, it was the boy, the boyfriend that consoled her and said, look, you know, it's not something you can control. That's it. That's, you know, um, and, and he actually helped her through it. But it's incredible, isn't it? That, you know, and, and she got to the age of 50 before she realized. And that's the same with the uh, person at the BBC. He was like 50, well, it must have been about 55 at the time. Well, that's the hard thing is not knowing, am I going to have the support of my partner or I really love my partner. I love our life together, but that chemical energy, that chemical connection, that chemistry is not there, but yet I'm feeling it with someone of the same sex. So do you leave something that's a great relationship, but yet the mm. sex is not there for something sexual and it's very it's a very difficult situation but you hope that when you get to a place of realization or at least questioning enough where it is affecting your relationship that the idea of communication is going to be key but the problem is that so many people are afraid of what's going to happen yeah. if they bring it up so that's why people will have the affairs because they're like well let me just Check it out for this. Check it out. And if it's not right for me, then maybe it's not. Maybe it's my partner. Yeah. But There's so many factors then you see, because because factors. yeah, because then if that is OK, then what is, you know, the, then, yeah, because I thought like you said before, I thought I might have been because that is it. Am I gay? Am I bisexual? And then late years, years and years later, I realized it's probably pansexuality, although although 
It does. I, I mean, I'm going through menopause now. Well, I've gone through years of it now, at least five years of it now, where the, the, um, the oh, what's the hormone called again? Why, why can't I think about it? The hormone anyway, just uh, estrogen's gone. So the, the whole desire thing has gone for me for the moment. Um, but, you know, <laughs> either way, um, there must be many, many people that are quiet, like I was, like this is the first time I've ever spoken about it. No one's ever known that I went through that. Um, and, and I can imagine there are many people watching this that are thinking, hmm, what, what, what if it's me? What if that is me? I really don't fancy my husband anymore. But is it, you know, because that's another thing. You don't fancy your husband, but you do like women, like you may like looking at women. I mean, I never actually thought, I'd really like to go out with that woman. That never happened. I know that for sure. It's just uh, like from there downwards, it would be interesting. That That's how it was really for me. Um, so I guess, you know, I mean, the question, what questions can they ask? I, for, for, you know, if, if there aren't people watching, uh, watching, listening this to this now, how could they deal with this? How, how can they ask themselves the right questions? I think, first of all, it's sometimes finding, uh, first of all, someone to talk to, I think is important whether it be a trusted friend, um, a therapist, a coach, a sex coach, um, and just even potentially looking for community support. Sometimes they might have some support groups where you're not doing anything like having an affair, but you're going to a support group and trying to meet others in the LGBT community um, where you can talk to them, see if they've been in the situation try to understand what does it mean to be gay or lesbian. A lot of people will say, like women will say, well, I, I don't mind watching porn, but the only porn that turns me on is lesbian porn, but yet I have zero desire to be with a woman. Why is that? Mm. And so sometimes it could just be about sexual energy and sexual exploration that maybe you still want to be with your partner, but the exploration is what you're missing. So if you have the relationship with your partner, some of the questions that you could ask yourself is, first of all, do I feel safe talking to my partner about this? Because that's going to be the first thing. If not, then maybe we'll talk to a support group. We'll talk to um, a sex coach or a sex therapist maybe even surround yourself where I'm actually working with someone right now who says he's with his wife. He loves, loves, loves women. He does not have an interest in being in a relationship with a man, but has been with men before and really enjoys being around the LGBTQ community. But he wasn't sure why he's feeling this pull. Is it because really he is attracted to men? So he's all confused. So I said, these are questions. I said, when you look at a man, do you feel physically connected or attracted? Like you want to do something sexual? He goes, no, I could appreciate a good looking man, but anything sexual, I have no interest in. I said, okay, so maybe it's just the type of people. Maybe it's the open relationships that people feel mm. that are non-judgmental. So I told him, I said, go to, there's an area by us in um, South Florida that is, uh, filled with a lot of the LGBT community. It's a really, really large LGBT, LGBTQ community. So I said, go there and have lunch sometimes. Mm. Go there and maybe go to the bookstores, shop around, just to be around the community to see if anything that you question comes out. That's really good. Because and you know what? Really helpful. 
Yeah, because you know, um, this friend that, that I was telling you about, um, she decided to start a new life in, an, in, a, in another part of the UK. And uh, she then started to do exactly what you said, but she had split up from her relationship because she, she had no doubt at all. Um, and then she, she went off and she started um, in these communities you're talking about. Um, and, that, and then she felt comfortable, see? She, and then she had an experience. I said, right. how did it go? She said, well, it was really good, but the woman's not for me, but it was really good. That it, it felt right. And I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. You know, because I was so pleased that this woman had found herself, you see. Um, mm -hmm. But you see, one th the question I was just thinking about, you see, is like, what if, what if they think, okay, um, uh, I'm going to go and explore this. And then it comes to the point where they think, oh, crap, I'm really going to have to, I really am going to have to sort this relationship out. And it's going to be hard, isn't it? That is hard because obviously the wife really, or, or, the, or the husband really loves the person and it's going to just tear their heart apart, isn't it? And so, so that, that's the factor that, that is really scary, isn't it? It's scary because it could completely change the whole, the whole you know, road of your life. It can totally change everything, but so could divorce if you're not happy with your partner and you want someone of the same of the different sex. You know, it it definitely can change, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad change because there are some people who are open minded or who can have an open mind where I've brought up the idea of open marriages. I brought up the idea of being allowed to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend um, some people don't need to have necessarily the emotional connection, but they're feeling connected physically to a certain person, you know, someone of the same sex. So maybe they can talk to their partner and just say, you know what, if I could have experiences once in a while with a woman just to explore that, but yet still, I love you. I love our relationship. I want to, you know, be involved in what we have, but this is something that's really been weighing on me and allow her to explore or allow him to explore. It's not very common that people may allow it, but sometimes mm. you do have people. Yeah, and you know what? There are many, many men that contact me where their wives don't want to do have sex with them. They're probably having the menopause like me or they have a problem or whatever, you know, an intimacy issue or whatever. And they say, look, you know, I really love my wife, but I really need to have sex. Obviously, I mean, you know, it's right. a natural thing in a human being because, you know, God or whoever, the universe made us so that we would multiply and they made it so it's a nice activity. <laughs> so they right. want to do it, you know. So, you know, that that's the kind of thing I suggested to them, you know, it's like, okay, you respect your wife doesn't want to do it, but let's have, you know, why don't you have that conversation? And at the end of the day, Stacey, isn't it? It's all down to communication and talking with kindness and from the heart and with love. You know, um, one thing that really would really bother me is like, what if I go and what if I go and do it all and then break up with my relationship? And then what if it was a mistake? It's like, oh my God. Yeah, but you can think of it that way. But obviously, there was something that wasn't right to have you question things in the first place. Yeah. So whether it be that you're questioning your sexuality, or whether it be that something was not feeling right in the relationship, I would highly recommend if that's the case, 
to consider going to counseling, to consider to go and, and speak to a professional to see, first of all, before you go ahead and explore the other side, speak to somebody to see what is it about that uh, member of the same sex that you're curious about and try to figure out, do some of that soul searching. But if you go out and you see, okay, I really need to explore this. If your partner is not willing, then maybe it wasn't the right partner for you. Yeah, that's what I you think. Know, I know that I was married before. And in this marriage, my my current marriage, I've been married for uh, just two years, but we've been together 10. And one of the things that I said, as soon as I met him, I said, this is who I am. This is what I like. This mm. is what I need. And if I have these opportunities, I want to be able to explore. And he's like, okay. You know, so I know that when people are getting into relationships, a lot of times there's not that openness right away. So you don't know how your partner's going to react. And you are afraid that if I do explore and I'm not really sure that this is what I want, will my partner take me back? And that conversation with your partner needs to be, it's not about that partner. It doesn't mean that you don't love that partner. You don't respect that partner. It just means that there's something in you for an attraction that you can't understand or can't explain and you need to try to see how you can explore that. And hopefully you have a partner that's willing to at least understand or go into counseling to talk about it together yeah. and help because sometimes it may happen where you go out and you try to do something and you're like, oh God, I had no interest in that woman. I really just want to be with my husband. Maybe you and I need more counseling. Yeah. You know? Hopefully you could have that relationship where you can build on that communication. You know, what's really interesting is that we talked about this at the beginning of our relationship, with my husband now, um, and he said to me, um, well, you know, if you want to go with a woman, you can do, you can do that if you like. And I went, really? He goes, yeah, but not a man. No, no, not a man. <laughs> <laughs> same, same with my husband. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, that's okay. And in fact, like him and his mate and his girlfriend and the mate's girlfriend, they actually went for a drink somewhere. I think they went to this person's house and they had a drink together while the girls like experimented. I, I do believe, I really do believe a lot of women are curious. They're not gay. They're not like, but it's curiosity, isn't it? And I know that I remember once, um, uh, a flatmate I had, she goes, well, Caroline, she said, she's about 34 years old. She says, Caroline, I really would like to try a woman. I really would like to try a woman. So I said, uh, okay, let me see what I can do. And as it happens, somebody else rang me and said, Caroline, I've got this uh, new girlfriend and uh, she really wants to try a woman. Um, I thought you'd be able to help with that. I said, as it happens, <laughs> there are two people here. That, so we met up and they, and they, and they dabbled, but um, you know, it was, it was, it was interesting because, you know, they're not gay people, but it's something they wanted to explore. And, and, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think it's just, you know, taboo. It's just what, what we've been brought up in society. society dictates what we should think and do. And it's wrong. Right. And actually I was in a swinging lifestyle for many years and there were many couples that we connected with where the women would be with the women but they were not necessarily lesbians or even bisexual. 
but because of the sexual experience and the fun of just fooling around and the pleasure of sex in general, the freedom, if you, the freedom, you have your eyes closed. You don't know whether it's a man or a no, woman. Or yeah, exactly. You. Exactly. It feels good. It's just so like, so, you know, yeah. what, what is, what is, to explore that. Yeah. And the thing is, you see, and that's why, you know, I mean, I remember a friend of mine, when I was doing all this, I just went crazy. Once I got my sexual peak, I must have been about, I don't know, 45, 46, and I just went crazy. And the thing is, is that I was, I tell, I've only got very few friends that I would tell. And one of them, I said, I, after, after my spell, it was years, I did it for years, uh, probably two or three years, maybe more. And I said, that's it, not doing it anymore. I've done what I wanted to do. I've been there, done that, worn the t-shirt. I've, I've satisfied my queries that I had in my head and the feelings and all the rest of it. And she goes, oh, Caroline, thank God for that. She said, oh my gosh, she said, I was so worried about you. <laughs> but you see why? Why? Because she felt I was not being uh, like dignified with myself. I was, I was not treating my body uh, in a dignified way. And it's like, wow. Because I did what I felt was right. It was comfortable. What felt good to you? Yeah. And look how look how other people see it. And it's like, is you know, obviously she had a very very different upbringing. To, well, mine was bad. Well, that's too. what it is. It's the messages of how you were brought up, your culture, yeah. religion. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it really was a period in my life where. I literally, and, and going back to just what you were saying about you just feeling like you don't see what it is, you just, and, and honestly, when you're in that whole energy, that whole sexual energy, that whole feeling, your whole body is just alive and receptive. And so when you were saying you don't know whether it's man or woman, it's just so true, isn't it? Because it just tickles everything it just and I remember once I was just I was just so <laughs> electrified I know it sounds weird right but my body had been so actually they're all sitting overstimulated there. yeah at this particular place uh they were having a break and they're all over there just you know relaxing on the sofas and everything as they were and I had to go I was just so um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's the first and the last time I felt like that anyway. Um, and the thing is, you see, is all these people that are stuck in, in, I'm not saying stuck in a relationship, I'm saying stuck in their curiosity, not being able to be uh, addressed, is sad. Yeah. Because the, it's not. it doesn't mean that you're not going to be you know that that you're you know i'm pretty sure if you sat down with your partner and said listen i just need to you know i just need to to have a go at something come with me they could go together couldn't they there's no oh, reason why they don't go together i mean obviously the other half might think oh gosh i've never done anything like that before you know and be okay. quite you know quite closed about it in which case you know i don't know there's another conversation but um if you've got any i know honestly say to people out there if you've got any curiosities at all, if you look, people that don't explore it, that'll be there, the back of their mind all the time. Imagine being in relationship all your life and never having even explored that. And a lot of people, it's like a mask. It's like they, they don't actually go beyond it and they stay stuck like that. It's fear. 
it's just fear of what can happen to my relationship, what's going to happen. If I bring this up, I'm going to lose my partner. And then if I lose my partner and things don't work, kind of like what you said, I think that that there's a difference between questioning and also knowing and what to do at that point. And I think that the knowing is a little easier because you don't necessarily question, you know. The questioning is what's more difficult because how do you question and go there and come back and, and not sure. But when you know, how do you get out of your relationship? You know, how do you handle that? And there's so many people that love their partners and don't want to change their whole lives just because they know, but yet it explains so much. And sometimes for the partner that doesn't understand, let's say you have a woman that's realizing she's a lesbian and you have the man not wonder, wondering, why am I not having sex? Why is my partner not, you know, getting so mad? And then maybe sometimes that could help him realize it's not him. It's not that he's not desired. It's that he's a man yeah, <laughs> and she wants a woman. Yeah. So I think that it's important to be able to write things down, practice telling a friend, reading a letter that you wrote to yourself or to your partner. Uh, and then when you do have that ability to talk to your partner, if you are ready to make that definitive answer of I'm done, I need to go out and be with a woman or be with a man that's, you know, of the same sex, it's going to be very important to apologize to your partner and also acknowledge their pain. They may get mad at you for how long did you know, all this kind of stuff. Uh, same thing would happen with, you're familiar with Caitlyn Jenner. They were angry with her for being in the closet so long about being transgender. But instead of arguing with them, she apologized and she acknowledged that she caused them pain, but she didn't know what else to do. And so it's very important that if you do go through this process of deciding that you definitely need to be out of your relationship, it's just acknowledge that the other person is hurting yeah. and take the time to practice, explain the truth. How long have you been wondering? You know, some people are like, well, it's only been the last two years out of 10 years, everything was great, but things were just not hundred percent sexually. And I couldn't understand why, you know, and then the partner might be like, okay, now it makes sense. It's not me. Yes, exactly. So I think that's really important because uh, many of the men that speak to me, their confidence has gone right down. I mean, Absolutely. it's really bad. It's really bad. And, uh, I know, and, and, and of course, the woman won't say. The woman, they've tried, I said to them, you know, what, what have you done to try and fix this so far? And they say, yeah, I've, I've sat down with them and they just won't, they just don't want to say. They just don't want to say. And at the end of the day, you know, if the woman doesn't want to say, and the man is there trying to fix the relationship, yeah. absolutely loves the wife. What do you do? I mean, if the if the woman doesn't want to say, or the man doesn't want to say, but mostly the most it's the phone calls I get is men that their wives just don't want to do it. Right. You know, what if the what what if what if what if it is that partner and the wife will not say? We don't know if it's because she thinks she's gay or because she just doesn't fancy the man anymore. It could be just that, and that the relationship's just you know, had its day kind of thing for the woman. It's tricky in all different ways because I work with a lot of men in my practice who are in a relationship and I work with both of them as a couple, but I do have 
one-to-one sessions with each person of the couple. And the men are just wondering, like, I've had sex. This was just literally yesterday in my office. He's had sex three times last year, three times. And she gets mad at him for masturbating. She gets mad at him for um, using porn. He's asking, he's asked about, you know, how about we say, if you're not interested in sex, I can just go elsewhere and we can still have a very happy relationship. See, that's a good answer. And she's like, no "No way. (laughs) And so he loves her. He doesn't want to leave. But that's really selfish of her, isn't it? It's really selfish. Exactly. But she's not looking at it. She's like, well, it's selfish of him to be watching porn and masturbating. No, I see. So it's like what, and she comes from a very religious, mm. cultural background, which is keeping her from having that open mind. So there's so much involved. And which is why when I talked to her yesterday, also one-to-one, all of a sudden I realized some of the things I was sharing with her about background culture and just the thought processes of what serves you now? What messages make sense now? And and why are these messages in your mind? Well, because so-and-so told me, okay, well, what does it mean to you? How is it affecting you? She's like, well, I don't know. It's just what I was brought up. So if you can't understand it and see why it's important to, to feel a certain way, then open up your mind and listen to your partner and see what their needs are. And maybe things can change. And then all of a sudden, I think a light bulb went off. So when I work with them together as a couple, she can understand a little bit more why he's so desperate to have sex. <laughs> you know, he want, it's just something that he needs. He's not looking well, for an emotional connection. Well, no, no, no. And the thing is very, very close-minded of her to not even realize that. Right. It's amazing how so many women, they just don't understand that the man, you know, it's, it's a natural thing. It, right. You know, man has needs and uh, to, to deny a man of his needs is, is really, um, well, it's criminal, I think, you know, it's uh, really unfair. And uh, either, you know, I, I've often thought, well, either she accepts him going off and coming back because all he needs, he doesn't want another woman. You know, if you, if you just, if, if the woman had a blindfold, you know, she had her head in a bag, it would still, it wouldn't matter, you know right. what I mean? It would just fulfill the need that he has with a real human being rather than films or just, you know. Uh, right, and the solo. partner doesn't have to worry about it if she doesn't want to deal right, with it. Right, right, exactly. So, um, yeah, but, but there again, you see, with like you were saying with that last lady, um, you know, that is a block to not even, I mean, he's not going to fall in love with anybody else. He, he just loves her. He oh, he's crazy anybody. about well, her. Yeah, exactly. And all the men that speak to me all absolutely adore their wives. They don't want to even think about going with someone else, you know, and they're asking me, what, what can you do? What can I do? And a lot of these men, they've, 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 they've been very, very brave just coming to me because, you know, they're not talked to anybody about it apart from their wife, right. obviously, you know, right. so, um, yeah. Well, many of them, they're like, I don't want to have an affair. I don't, I want my wife. Yep. My wife is yep. beautiful, but you know, three times a year, like I can't, I can't do this for, you know, they're 45, 50 years old. I can't do this for another 30 years. No, no, exactly. You know, I would like, and you don't want to have to force it on your partner because if the woman's desire is going away or there's things that, there's, you know, there's people have different desires. So we have to be open to whether it's someone who's trying to explore their sexuality and figure out who they are or just someone who has different needs than the other. We can go out if we have needs to get out. We can go out with a girlfriend and go to the movies or go to dinner or have that thing because it's not sexual. 
yeah. partner says, oh yeah, go away for the weekend. I'm going away for a cruise over the weekend with the girlfriends. Go away for the weekend, enjoy yourself. But you're going to go tell them to do that if you want to explore sexuality. It's such a different mental space that people are holding when it comes to sex because it can be so intimate that they want to be able to keep people from really exploring that and holding it some like just holding it too tight and it's not allowing it to, to grow and develop so if there are any women uh watching this or listening to this who are in that position then honestly I mean, I know you'd say the same thing is you've got to tell the truth to your partner. You've got to tell them the truth. And no matter how frightening it might be, you've got to tell them. Wouldn't you agree, Stacey? Yes, absolutely. Uh, because if you're not living your authentic truth, I mean, I know that sounds cliche, but if you're not living your authentic truth, you're not living. You're just in this mask Existing. like you mentioned. And one thing I said to my husband now, I said, I am 100% authentically myself. This is me. This is me. And if you can love me for me, we can have an amazing relationship. Wow. So hopefully more people can be sensitive to their partners, obviously, when sharing or going to somebody to talk to them first, a counselor or coach to help with that communication. But I think it's very important to just say, I'm, I'm letting myself be who I am. And I really hope that you can accept me and come along for the ride or figure something else out. Well, listen, it, it's been amazing talking to you. Thank you so much. It's coming to the end now. What I would like, oh, no. I know it's coming to the end. <laughs> and um, what I would like is for you to give, uh, I'm going to put your social media links in uh, Facebook, sure. but I'd like you to say them anyway. So if anybody watching or listening to this wants to talk to you just just like we've been just like we've been saying just to talk to somebody about it then you know they can i think you know you're the best person to talk to because you're you know rather than me because you're in that that area yourself you see and you're able to help them so tell us what your your social media links are and and everything like that please i do offer a 15 minute complimentary consultation so that way if anyone is not sure of the services we could chat and see if i can help but my name is Dr. Stacy Friedman. There's no E in Stacy, so it's S-T-A-C-Y. But all of my handles, my website is drstacyfriedman.com. Facebook, I'm under Dr. Stacy Friedman. Uh, Instagram, Dr. Stacy Friedman. So if you look up Dr. Stacy Friedman, you can pretty much find me on all different handles. Yeah, because you've got a men's group as well, haven't you? Yes, on my Facebook, uh, the Dr. Stacy Friedman on my Facebook uh, business page, I have a page called men's sexual health and well uh men's sexual wait a second men's sexual yeah. men's sexual health and empowerment <laughs> I, I drew a blank and i have intimacy sex and empowerment for the women but you can find the link to both of those facebook groups one's just for men and one's for women on my business page dr stacy friedman on facebook <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, folks, go and find Stacy if you'd like to speak to her because uh, she's amazing. Okay. So listen, I want to ask you one question. Like I like, sure. I like to ask, if you were able to meet the young 18-year-old again of yourself, what would you advise? Oh, boy. Well, first of all, uh, I would probably say that all of the sex that you had around 18, 19, 20 years old will definitely give you some great education for being <laughs> an amazing sex coach. <laughs> and also to tell my 18 year old self that keep being true to you because I was able to do that. 
with all the people that would make fun or say things about me being sexual. And I held true to myself. And that has helped me stay empowered all of these years and help others. So I would say, keep doing what you were doing and be true to you. Oh, that's excellent. Thank you so much. So listen, there you have it. That's a wrap. That's another excellent and exciting conversation. Don't forget, you can go to my link tree, linktr.ee forward slash Caroline Shenya for all my links all in one place. Next month, Saturday, the 4th of March, we will be talking to Amanda Quick about sex and infidelity or cheating, if you prefer. She's got a best-selling book uh, that she's uh, going to be uh, talking about. And she's an energy healer, speaker, empowerment coach. And uh, she's going to talk about loads. I mean, I was shocked when I was talking to her. Um, so I'm really looking forward to speaking to her. So listen, everybody, hope you got some good golden nuggets from this uh, session. And uh, look forward to seeing you next month. Um, to your sex, Seth, I'm out.